Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. This is the podcast for you if you are a woman business owner and you want to grow a purposeful, productive, and profitable business. Now, this particular series that you're coming in on is a bonus series. It's a four-part series that I have done specifically to give you an inside look as to what a mastermind is all about. A mastermind, this concept of a mastermind is so prevalent in the world of entrepreneurship, and yet it's one of the most difficult things to truly explain and to showcase so that you can really know what they're all about and what their true benefits are. Therefore, what I'm presenting to you in this four-part series is an in-depth interview that I did originally on a Facebook Live with participants of the 2017 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. My intention for sharing this series with you is so that you can really get a very intimate and inside look as to what a mastermind experience is truly like straight from the mouths of the participants themselves. Now, you're going to get introduced over this four-part series to four amazing women, Ali Wiesel, Heather Robertson-Devine, Kimberly Bonheim-Burbrower, and Tina Conroy. These women have become family to me and to one another, and I'm so excited to be able to share about the power of a mastermind and the value that it can truly have for your business in this year to come through their eyes. And as you listen, if you feel compelled and interested in participating in a mastermind yourself and really receiving the massive benefits that come along with participating in them, then go ahead and fill out the application to be part of the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. You can do that by going to bizwomenrock.com forward slash 2018-masterminds. That link is also in the show notes, so you can easily click to it. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so excited to share this series with you. All right, I am here with the fabulous Heather Robertson-Devine for the part four. I think the copy actually says part three. I apologize. Part four of Inside a Mastermind Facebook Live series. Um, Heather, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Katie. My mom's online, so we're good to go. Let's do this. (laughs) Yes. Um, I owe your mom a giant hug for helping to shape the woman that you are today. Um, She is a really awesome woman. Wait, we can't start with me crying already. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So my intention for this entire Inside a Mastermind uh, Facebook Live series is so that you can really hear the internal um, chatter, the internal heart of what a mastermind is really all about. Masterminds continue to be something that are so prevalent within the the business owner world. Um, The people who have participated in them get them, they love them, they're fans of them, they're constantly searching for masterminds that they can participate in that'll help them out. But if you've never participated in a mastermind before, or if you've never participated in a biz women rock mastermind, because all masterminds work a little differently, then it's really challenging to explain and to really share with you the soul of what a mastermind really is, which is why I wanted to bring on the participants of uh, the 2017 biz women rock mastermind so that they could share from their vantage point rather than me just telling you 
about what their experience was really like. And so with that, I'm going to um, give you such a great privilege to be introduced to the amazing Heather Robertson Divine of Books del Sur. Heather, welcome, my dear. Hi, Katie. Thanks for Hi. having me. <laughs> And as you can see, she's got some of her books in the background there of her, uh, of her video, which you are about to understand uh, why the books are even there or what, is, uh, what Heather's business is all about. Because I want you to really understand the landscape of Heather's business first before you really understand what her experience was really like in the mastermind. So Heather, do us a favor of sharing with us a little bit about Booksell Sewer. What is it about? Uh, what's the business model? Like, What is your business? Well, okay. So I'm pretty excited to tell you this, Katie, because I feel like it's, 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 it's me. Like I'm finally saying it right. Well, it's never right, but it's good enough. Um, so books del Sur, right behind me, this sign actually that you can see, Katie actually recommended that I get it. And it says, um, busca libros auténticos latinoamericanos, or are you looking for authentic Latin American texts? Because I've got them. And I've been curating uh, Latin American children's literature for the last almost 10 years uh, for my classroom, a dual language, bilingual classroom and school. And this last year I started publishing. And so you can see right there, the Frida Kahlo um, is the first in the Anti Princesa series. And then we have Violeta Parra and Juan Azar Dewey, all amazing women. And so it's so appropriate that I am a part of the Biz Women Rock community because, well, we do rock. You and do so rock. Do, and so do these women. So they're my inspiration as, as are you. So, Well, so what I love most about Heather's business is that she... Um, basically what she's doing is she's helping supply classrooms for dual language programs uh, for our kids growing up in our school system so that they can learn dual languages and, um, and doing that in a way that has authentic Spanish books, like books that are created and written in, um, in Spanish as their native language. And that's so cool because it's, it's a different experience than Little Red Riding Hood translated, right? Um, and what she was yep. just alluding to was her Auntie Princesa series, which is one of the many types of books that she has. And just all, this whole great series of these very powerful Latinas, which is super cool. So um, thank you for sharing that, by the way. So by the way, and I, Sedona has a lot of your books and she loves <laughs> them. They're her favorites. So um, we are constantly learning Spanish in our family. Um, ta I, I want to start this conversation out with where you were in your business because you talk a little bit about when you started your business and then give us a little snapshot as to what business looked like for you in July of 2017. So like I said, I started my business almost 10 years ago and I was really just importing books for my school that I was working in. Um, it wasn't until seven years later that I was like, mm, maybe I should have a business. And, um, and then it wasn't until January of 2017 when I started working with you, Katie. And that's where I kind of want to start to tell you guys my story and, and so that you really understand kind of the mastermind and the whole title of this is about my mind shift. And um, so I want to focus on that. So in January of 2017, uh, Katie started a uh, start the new year program or something. And it was the first time when I was like, okay, I'm going to like work on my business instead of just working on books. And so, um, and a huge part of that was because I wanted to stay home with my son. I had moved um, physically away from the city that um, I'd started Bookstall Cern in my community. And um, I 
I, I, I was traveling back to it. And I knew that that, that was just kind of tearing me in half. Like I was exhausted and, um, and I really wanted to make sure that Bookstall store was working and the, and what I had going on traveling so much, it just wasn't working for me. So, um, that was in January of 2017. And that was the first time I set goals for myself and the huge, um, identity that I had at that time was I was a mom and I was a teacher. And if you notice from that, there's no businesswoman in there. There's no entrepreneur in there. There's no anything. Right. And so people would literally ask me what I did. And I'd be like, I'm a teach. Um, and then I like scratch my head and I get all nervous. And then I'd be like, I, 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 I run this book company. And that's all I could say. Like, it was just, yeah, it was hard. So, um, that's kind of where it all began. So you went into it with the the New Year Jumpstart program that I that I ran last year around this time, um, and it was a six week program, and it was group. It was basically like a group program that walked you through like setting your goals, getting your year off to a good start. I'm interested to know like what your like what you walked away with after that because that's a good setup for where you were as the masterminds began. Like once you were done with that, did you because you entered it with that that kind of a mindset? Did you have this whole like? oh my goodness, like I kind of need to take this, I need to take this a little bit more seriously or I need to do things a little different. Like what was your mindset when you walked away from that? Well, I've been a uh, career learner, right? As a teacher. And so what I learned was that there's a lot that I don't know. And I'd already knew that there was a lot I didn't know, but like once you know what you don't know, you're like, whoa. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so after that, um, I was fortunate to, um, work with you one-on-one Katie, because I knew that I needed to dive even deeper and like figure this out. Um, and so, and so when, when we were working together one-on-one our coaching sessions, the one thing that you said to me that, uh, really, I mean, was another huge shift was, okay, Heather, you're no longer a teacher. You now, your classroom is your business. I want you to think of it that way. Do you remember that? Yeah, I get goosebumps still thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that was just like, whoa, push, like head explosion, like, oh, okay. And, and, and I took it literally, I literally took systems I had for my classroom because I was a rocking teacher. Like I was so good at it. I had like, I, people always joked about like, I didn't work. All my students did. I was like, yeah, that's the way it goes. Like, and so I was like, I should be able to figure this out for my business. Right. So I took those systems that I have and I started to apply them to my business. And that's when the real shift happened. Also, Uh Love that. It, it gave right. me the courage to leave. It gave me the courage to leave my stable contract job, which I loved and my school, which I loved, but was kind of killing me because I had to commute and I had to take my son and whatever, but it gave me the courage to leave that and, and to seek new communities. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, massive paradigm shifts happening all last year for you. Mm-hmm. So what was it in July, 2017 that you were like, okay, this is now what I need. Like I need this. Why, why did you decide to join? Well, okay. T- two things. One, and I loved how you explained with Kim that you strong armed her into the, into the, um, mastermind. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you strong armed me either, but I would say that I, there was this part of me that was like, people. And then, and then, and then you're like, no, and it's good for you. And I was like, okay. I, and I trust you explicitly and all that I've learned from you. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And the second thing was, I knew that I needed a community. Because like I'd said, I'd left this incredibly loving community. I left working with my best friend. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't have that anymore. And I knew that I needed it because that's the way I function. I love people. My kids always joke about, oh, is that your 19th best friend, Heather? It's like, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. You can have as many as you want. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, you're number 37 and 38. So just get in line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where was your business? I, 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 we're going to talk a lot about mindset throughout this entire yep. conversation, but where was your business? Give us some practicalities as far as like what was happening in your business when you first started the mastermind? Um, so I, I had, I had my first consulting, um, co- contract and, and I want to take a second just to say, just to make sure everyone is clear. So Heather does consulting. So as she imports and provides these, uh, you know, the, the chosen books for the curriculum for the dual language classrooms, she will also then be hired to consult on how to actually implement all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. those books actually do what they're supposed to do. So, yeah. um, it's <laughs> her brilliance in this area is tremendous. And like, honestly, no one else really knows what she knows. And so it is a huge value to bring her in, to have her consult on the implementation of all of this. So anyway, so you had just talk a little bit about that again. Yeah. So, um, I just, um, got my first consulting contract with one of my oldest clients that I, that I've been working with forever. And literally my, that, that person said to me, so Heather, what, are you going to start consulting yet? Or when's that going to happen? And I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> and so it, yeah. So, so that was, that was huge because I'd realized like I never even told anyone I was consulting. Okay. I better put that out there. Um, <laughs> I always so, get the question of like, why aren't people buying my consulting services or my thing? I was like, right. well, I told anyone that you do that? <laughs> nope. No. And so that's, and so at that time I didn't even have packages of like what I could offer you or what I could do for you. So that was, that was um, where I was. And I also, um, in terms of my sales, my sales were solid just like the year before, but I had lost, um, a, a client who, who was a very good client for me, not lost them, just like they weren't, they, when, when I usually want to get clients, their first purchase is, is quite large. And then after that, it's, it's just a consistent flow. And so I didn't have that one client that was making that big purchase. Mm, got it. Okay. So what I want to fast forward to is maybe a moment. Oh, within- Katie, you know what? Yeah. I also go. need to add, go. Like I was doing everything. I was consulting. I was importing. I was counting books. I was packing books. I was I was doing social media. I was doing everything. Got it. Every, everything. And Solo, any, solopreneur. Yeah. Anyone can identify with that right now? Raise your hand. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you're doing everything. You had just gotten your first consulting gig and you had the business, but like, you know, like nothing like giant in the, in the foreground, like nothing giant really coming at you. Nothing new It's sort of like mm, kind of business as usual. Mm-hmm. I want to fast forward to, um, maybe what your first interpretations of the experience within the mastermind were. You had never really done one before. This is the first time you're kind of like, okay, I'm taking my business really seriously now. I'm now going to be doing this and investing in myself and in my business to do this. Um, You know, think about a moment, those first couple of sessions when you had some sort of an aha, whether that was an aha specifically about your business or it was an aha about the process or is an aha about like, a, like mindset. Take us to one of those moments, like a first encounter with kind of how powerful this process actually is. So, um, it was, it was two combined. Okay. So the first one was like, I came to the mastermind. I'm pretty sure I was just like sobbing and I was just, and I, and I remember saying like, I just, I can't do it all. I can't do this. I'm exhausted. And like, I, I just want to go full laundry and hang up, hang up the, this call. 
And, um, and, and so that was the first time when, I mean, you know, your, your girlfriends circle around you and they hug you and they kiss you and they love you and they let you cry. And then they tell you like, okay, now knock it off. You're amazing. Let's go. Right. And so, <laughs> and, and so that, that was the first, that was the first of like, um, and, and we all, and we all have this amazing bond and you've seen us all We're we're kind of a motley crew we're, like, we're like, who would put us all in a room together and expect us to love each other as much as we do? Well, we do. And it's not BS for Katie. Like it's true. It's what Katie created. Um, and so that was my first. And then my second ones, um, and I want to talk about this because it has to do with the process. And you said that in the beginning in the intro that, that businesses use this kind of model to, to collaborate. Well, actually in schools too, we use this model as well. Um, it's, uh, it was called Critical Friends and then it's uh, um, changed into um, learning, learning communities. And, and we use a similar process. And, th- and I've always promoted a process. But there was another mastermind where I came into it and you're going to you remember this because you wanted to kill me. And I was like, I don't really have anything going on. I just, I just can't, I just, I, I need like better ideas for how to manage my crap. Cause like, I know what I want to do. I know where I want to go. I just can't get to it. And so it was like 30 minutes of me just like, okay, why don't you guys share what you can do, how you're more efficient. And then at the end of it, you're like, so it sounds like you're really having a money block and you're really just, you've got some serious fear that you need to uncover and deal with. And now... I just had that same thing happen to me over break when I was like away from my tribe, which is scary people. And I was able to push into it, feel it, identify the fear, and then move on. And that is what the power is, right? Because once you have that experience and you learn, you know how to disrupt the pattern. And so um, me coming to the group and annoying you because I didn't go with the process and then you guys finally uncovering what it really was taught me that, like how to sit with myself and how to deal with it. It doesn't hurt that we um, talk about mindfulness all the time and, and Tina always gives me these amazing nuggets. But yeah, so that's, it was those two things, having such a supportive group because you feel like they're always around you then. And because at that time when I was alone and I had that same thing come up, I was able to just tap into it and and work on it. So I love that you're bringing that up. Thank you for sharing that story um, because it gives a little bit of voice to uh, why I'm pretty strict with the process. And I, mm-hmm. I full transparency, um, so every single woman who's ever participated in the Biz Women Rock community at large is a very like forward-thinking woman for the most part, right? Like we know what we or we know what we want, or we're trying to figure out what we want. We're moving forward, like you know, we're really independent women, and so um, <laughs> in a mastermind setting, it can be really easy if I did not have a process to come in and say, "This is what I need," and this is uh, here. Why don't you all do this? And so, for this particular instance that Heather was talking about, was the w- one and only time that I—I'm going to call it a delay on my process because yes, here was Heather saying, "Okay, well, here I don't have anything for the hot seat, and not, you know, you can we, Katie? Can we're just going to change this process for today because really, what I need is to hear from everyone else." And I was like. You know, in that moment, you know, back backstory of like a facilitator, I'm like, do I stay strict with the process or do I just let this happen and see what happens? And I chose to sit back and like, okay, Heather, let's do things your way. Let's see how that works. And the moment it became apparent that it wasn't working and we switched back into like, nope, let's get through this. Like we need to identify what's really going on so we can dig a little deeper and ask clarification. (laughs) 
and then give some possible solutions and all that stuff. Like really getting back into that process was a moment like, okay, okay, there's a purpose for this. There's a, Mm -hmm. and I really call it like surrendering to the process because you can show up as the most powerful woman outside of this very special place and have your stuff together seemingly so in all of these areas of your life. But this is the one place where you get to come and you, you really do get to there's such relief in surrendering to the process. Cause it's like, I don't have to worry about engineering anything. Let me just show up and be present and, and do my best to participate in this process. And I know good stuff is going to come out of it. Right. Yep. So, and, and Katie from, uh, one facilitator to another, like, um, I, I really appreciated the fact that you were like, okay, well, we're going to go with this and you were flexible about it, but you knew exactly when to switch back in. Right. And so that's also like knowing your audience and knowing us so well, and, and you're so strong in your relationships and that's why it works. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, Throughout these six months, throughout every single week showing up, um, you know, there were times where you were definitely, your hot seat was definitely focused on like very practical stuff. Like how do I do A, B, and C? Um, And then there were times where, as you alluded to before, where it was like, I just kind of need to like figure out how to survive. I'm like at my wits end right now. Um, What was your experience with allowing those two things to be there. Some people would really think that it's weird that, what do you mean we're not always working on practical strategy? And what do you mean we're not always giving like Mm how-to answers to, you know, that particular business issue that you're having that you need to fix and all that sort of stuff? Like, how did you feel about the, um, the coexistence of kind of the emotional journey and the mindset journey and Mm -hmm. also the practical, like, like the things you are actually producing in your business? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, and I definitely don't want to say that we didn't work on practical things in our business. And, um, you know, a great example is that uh, I now am am working with Allie and she's going to help me with my financials. Um, And so uh, the expertise in the group was definitely there. And, and, um, okay, I could go on about that, but yeah. Um, um, But the balance between the two is that uh, is exactly like, and I don't mean to like, push my product, but I'm not trying to do that. But I want to give the example of like, these, these Auntie Princesa books are written about the complex stories of women's lives. And the fact that like, it's not like tied up in a bow and in the end, it's all fine. Like, like it's, it's this constant journey and, and we're constantly, we're going and we're trying to figure it out. And we're always juggling, not balancing, we're juggling. We're always juggling our, 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 role as mothers. We're always juggling our role as, uh, as leaders in our, in our, in our, um, in our profession and our expertise. And we're juggling finances and we're juggling, um, you know, our own internal happiness and our own self-care. So it, it's just, it's, it's re- like, the only thing I can say is it's real. It's really how we are. It's really how we work. And we're going to deal with what's real and we're going to be honest about it. And if you didn't catch from the other three colleagues that we're all super real, well, you missed it because <laughs> we are. <laughs> um, I really want to get to the heart of what I think is so powerful about your story, which is the mind, the major, major mindset shift. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've alluded to it a couple of times so far, but I really want to talk about this holistic journey that you've had over the past six months. Um, talk about where you are now in your mindset versus where you were when you began and why that's so important and how that actually shows up in real life in your business. 
Yeah. So um, when I when I was talking about what was going on in my business six months ago, I was I was like, oh, I really need to add that I was doing everything because that's really important <laughs> to where I am now. Um, so I did uh, I did in in September started working with someone to help me with my billing because I'd identified that like money isn't money is not comfortable for me, and I needed and I wasn't billing in. I wasn't billing in short enough time spans and I was, I was losing money that way. So I did hire someone to help me with that. And, um, and, and I did hire someone to help me with social media. So I started to, to seek help. And I started to, um, look for how I could, what I wanted to do in my business and what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. And I didn't like to do. And so, um, I expanded that way, which also, I know that like, no, none of my competitors out there are doing everything themselves. And so if I really want to compete with them, I, I, I need to start running a business. I love that. <laughs> and I think I should stop there. Run a business. I mean, that's such the big mind shift though. You know, in the, in the description of this Facebook live, um, it really is moving from that entrepreneur mindset to a business owner mindset. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what that means for you, because so I, I think that can mean a little something different. Yeah. Yeah. Practically what it means for me is, um, I, I now, when people ask me what I do, I say, I, I publish and curate authentic Spanish children's books from Latin America. Like that's, that's my line. That's my, like, I I say that with confidence with, and with joy because the other way it wasn't joyful for me either. It was like uncomfortable. It was, uh, but like now I'm joyful because, um, I'm really doing it. Um, it also practically, it shows up in terms of I'm, I'm hiring sales reps that will be taking my products into schools and, um, I'm because I know that I'm not able to do it all. And it, and it pains me when I have, you know, an order or an email from someone that's like, Heather, like, how's it going? Like, can you get this done? And I'm like, yeah, I just can't get it all done. Right. And so, so I'm hiring sales reps, which is really exciting. Um, and the other practical part of it is, oh, and I'm, and I'm hiring someone to actually pack the boxes. Yay. (laughs) When somebody... Yeah. Big deal. When somebody makes a big order, like you have been the one like doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I've, I've, um, limped along, like I've hired neighbor kids and I've, and I've gotten some help here and there and I've limped along that way, but it's not a system that's sustainable. And so I'm ready to start implementing a system that's more sustainable. Um, and, uh, and also the, the one thing too, that I, I feel like you've said to me or someone has said is like, well, they're going to also do it better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, mm, that's possible? Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Yeah. I talked about recently how um it was this 2017 was a big like outsourcing year for me. And mm-hmm. it was a challenge because I was like, I'm actually really good at a lot of those administrative things. Like I re- I really I love processes. I love like creating spreadsheets and like being in the CRM. Like I love I I enjoy it and I'm good at it. Yeah. But it was that jump to mindset of like, but that's not what a CEO of a company does. Like, mm-hmm. no, like that, the CEO of a company, this is the job description for that person. And that's me. So let's, yep. let's get more into that. So, yeah. Oh, and that. that's what I just started doing. Um, Monday, Facebook lives, Libros de Lunes, because I, because the one thing that people kept asking me for is like, well, we want to know what you have. And like, we want to know more about your books and there's no one else that can really talk about my books, but me. And so I need to start doing that more. And, um, yeah. And that's really important. I love that. Um, I want to go ahead and, and end on a final note of the relationships 
amongst the ladies and more from a point of, I'm not trying to get you to cry, but more from mm-hmm. a point of why, why did the relationship with the ladies and the, that particular structure that comes along with a mastermind, why was that so impactful for you? Like, why was that so important in this process for you? Okay. So try, try, I'll try to answer this while being like super nerd teacher, but I'm going to have to throw in some nerd teacher here. Okay. So what <laughs> we know about anything else, <laughs> right. So what we know about communities that learn, that learn and work well together are that they trust each other. Okay. And, um, the one thing that I was re- reflecting on Katie is that usually we do these like dorky, like icebreaker activities and we'd like, you know, like, and we, so we try and get to know each other that way. And we didn't do anything like that in our mastermind. Um, we did a, we did an introduction like, Hey, here I am, da da da, And then we went for it. And so, um, and so I think part of the reason that we were able to bond so quickly is one, the process to you as the facilitator, um, continuing to reinforce like the, our, you know, love and support for each other. And that, and that norm was just like universally accepted. It was, it was so clear to all of us that we were there to support each other. And even in the round of, um, in the hot seat round, you go to questions and then you go into suggestions. Never once did I feel like myself or anyone else in the group ever felt like, Oh, I suck. Like that, that suggestion round was always like, yeah, I'm taking notes. Like, yeah, I'm ready to learn. And that, um, our, our like, uh, mind, our brains, actual ability to open to that really happens because of the process and because of the language we continued to use and how supportive we were in it. And so, um, I mean, I really think it was even after our first session when I was like, yeah, love you all. Let's do this, you know? And, and so because of all those things we had, we had strong trust, we had clear communication and, and we really used language that was supportive of each other. I think, I think Heather dropped at least two I love yous in the very first sentence or very first session. So, you know, <laughs> I, I knew we were on a roll after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I want to go ahead and conclude, uh, before I come back to you, Heather, with any final thoughts with just a super brief explanation about what the biz women rock masterminds are all about and what this actual process is that we keep alluding to, um, and how it's actually structured. So, The 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds are six months long. It's a six-month program. We meet once a week for an hour every single week. And we do it via Zoom, which is video conferencing, which enables us to really connect with awesome businesswomen from all over the world. Um, And I am recording those calls. Every Every single one of those calls are recorded. They are posted in the secret Facebook group that everyone has to keep in connection to each other 24 hours a day outside of that one hour. During that one hour, um, except for the very first session and the very last session, uh, which have sort of like a opening ceremonies and the last has like a closing ceremonies, kind of a specialness to it. Um, every single week typically looks like this. There are a few minutes that each person gets to go around and basically give an update. So here's what happened personally. Here's what happened professionally. Here it did I hit the goal that I had committed to last week? We keep you accountable. And what is a big win that I had? So all of those are very purposefully structured so that within a super quick period of time, you can give us just kind of like a snapshot of what's going on for you right now, right? And honor any win that you did have because you always have wins uh, that we often like to like just drive right past because we're on to the next goal that we have. 
Um, and setting that goal the prior week and making sure that you're checking in about it helps keep your feet to the fire. I can't tell you how many times the lady sh- showed up going, okay, I just spent the last hour like making sure I just finished my goal. And it's, it's because you, you have that kind of peer pressured accountability, which works really well. The next phase of that hour is uh, what we call the the hot seat. And so what happens is that one person is featured in the hot seat. And so, you know, if there's a group of six, it's every six weeks you are getting featured in the hot seat. And that hot seat has three different parts to it. The first part is X amount of minutes, and the girls know because I have my timer going the whole time, uh, X amount of minutes of um, here you stating whatever is going on, what you need to use the hot seat for. And so it's like, here's what's going on right now that I just can't figure it out, figure out, or here's a challenge I'm having, here's an idea I have that I want to flesh out. So you've got a, a few minutes to talk about that. Then before we give you a bunch of ideas that could obviously solve the world's problems immediately, uh, I force you to go into clarifying questions because i it has two benefits to it. Number one, it forces everyone else listening to you to better understand what it is that you're actually asking for help uh, for. So it helps us better understand and get really clear about what is or is not some of those answers that you're seeking. The second thing is that process of you answering those questions that we're asking you helps clarify a heck of a lot of stuff for you on that end while you're in the hot seat. Finally, then we go into solutions round. And so this is the round where we are just shooting a bunch of ideas at you based on those previous two segments. And meanwhile, somebody else in the group is actually taking notes for you, uh, keeping those down so that they will then post them in our private Facebook group as well. And so you have the ability to just sit and ingest all of these solutions and to really, really listen to what everyone is sharing with you. After that hot seat round, then we have about 10 minutes left of the hour. And during that time, we literally just kind of go one by one stating, okay, here's what I'm committed to by next week. Here's the goal that I have that I know that I'm going to complete by next week. And obviously, if you were in the hot seat, it most likely relates to that particular hot seat. So um, that is week by week. And um, there has been raised the question of like, am I really getting value out of this if I only get to kind of show up for a hot seat once every four weeks or once every six weeks? What would your answer to that be, Heather? Oh yeah, you learn so much by reflecting, by seeing yourself and others. So listening is huge, huge learning too. Every single week you're walking away with some sort of like aha and or practical thing of like, okay, I need to now go do this, right? So that is the process. That is really how the Biz Women Rock Masterminds work. Um, The purpose of it being a six-month program is because it is a solid chunk of time for you to make a good commitment to your business. If you've entered 2018 with grand thoughts and visions about what you want your business to be and what you want your life to be, then... You, you need to take some different actions than you took last year. And so I would highly encourage you to go fill out the application that's here in the copy. Uh, or if you're listening to the podcast here in the show notes um, and go apply, it's just going to give you the opportunity to tell me, yes, I'm interested. And then I'm going to reach out and say, awesome, let's get on the phone so I can make sure that where you are and this resource called a mastermind are actually a good fit together. Um, and as Heather mentioned, um, all the girls have mentioned this, you know, innate trust in me for pairing them with with the right people, but I take that, I, I shoulder that trust with a lot of responsibility. That's why I talk to every single person who's interested in the masterminds. So I can make sure that not only am I making sure that the mastermind as a resource itself is, is ideal for your business and can really give you the value that you're looking for. But even after that, 
that I need to make sure to pair the right people together, that I need to make sure that the group is going to really benefit and really gel on day one, like Heather talked about. That, it, that is not, that doesn't happen by accident. So, um, so it's my commitment to make sure that your experience in the group is stellar on all levels. So if this is intriguing you, if you are like, yes, I need to do something different and yes, I want some big results in my life and in my business this year, go fill out the application for the 2018 Masterminds. To finish it up, Heather, I want to give you the floor, allow you to add any last thoughts that maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about, about your experience. So um, one of my greatest lessons I learned in the classroom was this day that I walked into my friend Jennifer Lafine's classroom and she had on the board the word yet. And that was it. And so I would go in and support her classroom. So at the end of the day or whatever, or during while the kids were working, I was like, what's up with yet? And she's like, Heather, it's all about mindset growth. And I was like, what? Ugh. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I read Dwarf's work, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, we're using yet. And in her classroom during her genius hour, her students literally, this was when it was like, boom for me. I heard a kid go, hey, I don't, I can't do blah, blah, blah on my PowerPoint. And another kid goes from the other corner, yet. Mm. And that was the power of it, right? And so if you like, and, and so this experience for me was, uh, was me really deeply taking that, that understanding and applying it to my business. Yeah, there's a million things that I want to do. And there's a million things that, um, that, that I should be doing or could be doing or whatever. I'm just not there yet. And this, and this experience gave me the patience with myself to be able to, and the practical skills to move me forward. So I'm so grateful to you. I'm so grateful for, for my amazing tribe that I, that I love and, and care for so deeply because like, watch out world, here we all come. Like we are ready and, and it wasn't happening yet and, and everything's not gonna happen right now, but, but now's our time and we're gonna keep moving forward and following our dreams and our passion. So that's my, that's my final. It's just a yet people, keep going. It's all about the process. It's all about the progress. You know, I constantly hear like in the workout programs, like it's not about perfection. It's about progress showing up every day and ultimately understanding that the journey as a woman business owner is all about just, we all have in our heads what this perfect business looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. And so many times we very ambitious women are so angry with ourselves or with the world around us <laughs> because it's not there yet. Right. Uh -huh. But the challenge is, is like to actually like live in the journey and to really enjoy it. And the one big passion, one of the many passions that I have for sharing and giving to women entrepreneurs is that if I can help you find more joy in this very purposeful business that you have, you know, then yay, then awesome. Then we're showing up to our businesses happy and like all that gets reflected. So um, it's just about the process. It's about the journey. Heather, thank you so much for sharing about your experience here. I really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for watching and for listening to this. Um, if you, if this has piqued your interest at all, please go apply for the 2018 Biz Women Rock Masterminds. It could very well be the exact tool that you need to help you live into that vision that you have for 2018. Bye guys. Bye.